Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And I'm Brian Moss. Gonna look at three pages of Sam Keith original artwork, but first you guys gotta know, man, these videos are brought to you by the comic books that we make. Jimmy has Hulk Red Design Monster Madness out in the wild. It's gonna get that uh, Treasury Edition treatment in early 2023. Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive trade paperback is in stores right now, man, in a reprint. No excuse not to have it on your, uh, on your shelves right now. Brian Moss, Eightfold Path, coming out from Abrams, man. He illustrated this book, so you can get this book at any time. And these are his pages that we're going to be looking at, man. So support the artist and uh, go to him directly for uh, Outer Heaven. Issue number one, he has a uh, Patreon and Etsy store. You can hit him up on social media. Strange, st Strange Things Moss is where you're going to find Brian. Red Room, the anti-social network, Red Room trigger warnings, trade paperbacks, self-contained horror comics uh, that can only be told in the modern day. Uh, self-contained, like I said, man, you see these on the shelves, give them a shot. If you dig it, grab the other one, support the projects, and keep the lights on in the kayfabe offices. Let's take a look at some straight-up OG Sam Keith pages, and some of these are just an amazing revelation of the things that he's doing to save time, to put marks down on the page. Have no idea what some of these colors are put down with that poppy red. Like, is it a highlighter? Yeah, that's what I'm really thinking. Like, well, I <laughs> um, saw that. So, just a little bit of background with Sam Keith. He, he's my favorite kind book artist. Now, what made him like stick out to me, and uh, Jim and Ed, you guys could probably relate to this, is that he drew like cartoony. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I can't draw that tight Marvel shit. You know what I mean? So, when it came to Sam, Sam Keith, it was like, holy shit, what is this? You know what I mean? So I was a huge fan ever since, but like, you know, when you start collecting, there's things that they do on the page that we're going to show you guys that, you know, you would never know or, or from the print. Let's right? bring that page in, man. All right, let's do it. So here is the digital final version. And it's real cool to see the color. Like, the, whoever the digital colorist is, they were real smart to use that eyedropper tool to capture some of these colors. But look what they did, man. They changed up some of the colors. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, this looks like it was always orange. I, I don't know that, you know, light fastness mm -hmm. affected it and turned it from this to this. Well, there's a note, color note, please change orange to pink. Oh, there so, it is. you know, started out orange, the, that pink is a digital ad, but it's kind of cool to see like, one, you're changing the color once Sam sees it on a page, he goes, you know what, I think it'll look better a different way, so let's, mm -hmm. let's change it digitally. But then you see like, what's the digital version of going from pen and ink, where you want your pattern to be the pattern you want, but put the color on there, so you get to see like the, the black drawn version of that pattern in the next panel. What you'll also notice about this that, um, is that there's a little bit, you'll see this cut there. Um, clearly, typically, when I, can't, I don't know this for a fact, but typically what happens is like, if you have the page worked out and it's like decent, but you fuck up somewhere, like just pasting it on top and redoing it's it. It's a patch. Yeah, so Sam Keith is actually really notorious for that. So it's like kind of Frankensteining pages. And he's just using whatever he has around him to get the thing done. There are several patches here, I think. Mm -hmm. Like there's this thing up here mm -hmm. that's like the belly then this little piece of the skirt is its own patch. This is direct to the board, this stuff down here. So there's like two patches up there. That's very interesting. Yeah. The thing that we can't ignore that you probably can't see on camera is there's this uh, tape here, a black tape. And I thought this was so brilliant when I bought this page and I learned so much as an artist because like trying to control and get that nice tight black line 
it's really hard if you're if you're doing things fast. Time right? consuming. Mm-hmm. So you just slap that down and you have your border all ready. Can we take it to an extreme? Let's go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Boom. There's a lot of tape on this piece here, man. There's about three pieces of, you know, Heckinger's electrical tape up there. We got the border. And a lot of times, uh, tape, there's artist tape. Like if you want to keep a straight edge, you know, and you have panels, and then you peel it back up. 50 bucks, is that what this Yeah, that's what I made, yeah. Sick. So, yeah, these were going um, just uh, just regular price, you know? Um, at the But it's funny to buy a Sam Keith page for 50 bucks. You guys are gonna be pretty pissed about the next one, how much that costs, because it's kind of like, it's, it's does, the market's completely different now, guys. Fascinating, right? It, it really is, and one of the things that has been a, uh, I think it's been a struggle for artists making comics in the last 20 years, is how do you combine black line art with digital color and modeled color? And so like, you can see, Keith, I think, is really good with this. And there's a lot of this feathering, a lot of not hard edges, and it almost lends itself to color. So like whenever I look at the color version versus the black and white original art here, it really feels like he's figured out stylistically how to make those two things sing together. Yeah, and that is rare. And um, one of the things I really appreciate at the time was like the idea of removing the completion of the eyeball. Something like that simple. Like those are the things that we don't even understand when you see like it in print, you know, like you just assume the lines you see there are what they are. So to really see what he's subtracting and using it as a paint tool is impressive. Another thing that's really cool that's very minimal is this white, you know, the whiteout pin that he used there. Um, doesn't really say much, but when you look at it in black and white, it has that nice, like, you know, scissor Dying effect line, to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it comes, it's really subtle. Like, you can see it in the mm -hmm. fi final piece there. It's something that remains. It's a revelation to see his work in original form because of how much value he gets out of black and white. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, something like that, Mark, right there. Yeah, you were going to point it out, Ed. Like, that is so traditional, like Sam Keith that he's like somehow figured out that effect. It's like but, a split brush, yeah. split hair. But he's using it in such a new way that that's where the innovation lies, I think. That's true, man. And then there are these like very subtle ones. I can't, I can't tell if those lines show up in the in the print, but it, but it's really like a- uh, They do, so small. Mm -hmm. It's really it, like these boldest ones do, but it's really like just notes to the colorist. Like yeah. here's where the bridge of the nose like is gonna meet the eyebrow, so shade accordant. Accordingly. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's I love his cool. like weird <laughs> shapes yeah. and stuff for panels. That's one of those techniques. And then I think there's a little bit of white media, like mm -hmm. some of these dotted lines. Yeah, the same stuff. There's yeah. a lot of line work, uh, whether it's outlines or like a heavy shoulder line. They're just, they're organic. It doesn't look like he cares too much. He's not going for like a very controlled Scott Williams kind of right. line, but a much more like, okay, I need a big outline because this mm -hmm. is a foreground figure. And they're not. They're not delicate, right. but they read well. Mm -hmm. it, gives, it gives a lot of life to the pages, having that kind of organic quality, which is another thing that doesn't always happen, especially in exactly. this like heavily digital age. Oh, yeah, so these were uh, some Zero Girl pages. Mm -hmm. So this, this page, is sweet. <laughs> and how much did that page cost? $100 <laughs> for Hulk Wolfie. Yeah, so this is painted. Um, let's see here, Ed, can you pull up that side oh, for that's me? Hard. Oh, yeah. man, that's cool. Yeah, so once again, he's using his black tape. 
Or I think, oh, actually, it's Yeah, clear. there's black tape. Oh, yeah. There's black tape for this black border that feels mm -hmm. like that would be that Jim Shooter era, like, top indicia explanation of, like, what the comic is. There's probably mm -hmm. something there. And so at the time, they were using this image as the promotion for the comic at the wow. Comic Cons. And so it was really cool to see this piece blown up. And then I'm looking at it in my hand like, oh, well, I might as well get this, you know. So, but I really appreciate the way that he paints. Because obviously it's like influence from like Frank Frazetta and all those guys. Um, but it's like you can see that he's actually like a competent painter. You know, he's not slouching at by any means. And then also, obviously, like when we, I don't know about you guys, but like for me, um, Electro the Assassins, the first time I'd seen somebody draw, you know, Bill Sinkovich, he did this thing where he's like drawing, like not, it's drawing crew, drawing like a kid. Um, that term is called uh, Trump Lloyd, which is like, it's called fooling the eye. And so, but the way that Sam Keith delivers it, you're still getting some of that like painter quality into it. So it's really fascinating to see this all these different styles combined into one image. It's almost like he's showing off realistic versus cartooning. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a deconstruction. We looked at three pages with, you know, five, ten different types of uh, methods and materials put right. in there. Uh, I'm noticing stipple uh, on, you know, there's ink work hatching that is done on these um, simple illustrations every now and then using some sort of brush. Mm -hmm. To kind of taper in there. It's not by drawing. I like the idea that maybe that's not on the uh, in the comic, mm -hmm. but it's just a uh, high contrast photo of you know some biplane. Any guess what he's using for this kind of uh, yeah? You know, like, 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 yeah, I'm uh, not sure if it's like a Conte crayon or yeah, like that you know, green, that, that uh, grease pencil thing mm -hmm. with, the, with the little crayon. Yeah, like it's the, a lot harder to do pool. this than it looks. Yeah, you know, exactly. You do it well, and it's almost like, oh, it's kind of an incompetent, naive drawing. Mm -hmm. Not that easy to actually no. do. This no. is another piece. Like when you really zoom in, man, yes. there's a lot of hatching to, to give you the underplane with it with the shadow and stuff, and just the balance. You yeah. know, like the balance is is it's all there. Those super skinny arms. Like mm -hmm. if he just went and if he would have drawing this character in this direction like that's that's every fucking tim burton fan is, mm -hmm. is coming after you and shit like exactly that. yeah a lot of fun even the little bits of lettering that you keep in there mm -hmm. adds to that illusion mm -hmm. it's uh, you're actually really on point jim because it's like you you would a lot of times when you see artists do stuff like this and i'm and i can say that i've done it before where i'm just like trying to get it done so i'll flip the style just to like you know continue the to get it done and so, but you actually see he's intentional about it. Like, Storytelling. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, even with this, right? Like just the little uh, dials in there. It's so bizarre. It's like he's really taking his time and actually really giving you something interesting. I assumed that was a uh, like photocopy yeah, yeah, paste yeah. up and then you touch it and it's all one piece. So it's kind of <laughs> neat that he's, that the, the materials that are butting up against each other here. I was looking at even the white media mm -hmm. to create your panel borders, yeah. you know, like it's it's very, very subtle what he's putting together here. Mm -hmm. Super complex, but it looks simple and easy. And personally speaking from like, oh, I'd be insecure if I'm putting these drawings out there. That's why you do like this yeah, yeah. beautifully <laughs> rendered piece on the same page. Yeah, Let right. everybody know what you can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, totally true. <laughs> it's genius, man. And I think that's a good place to end it. Brian, thank you so much for bringing this art on by so that we can take a look at that stuff, man. K-Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available.
Jimmy, what do you have out in the wild, man? Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness is in comic shops now. Two issues telling the complete history of the Incredible Hulk. And in January, the oversized Treasury edition will drop with the fluorescent green cover. You won't be able to miss it, but you will hope that you pre-ordered it to make sure you get a copy. Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, back in stores now from Image Comics, eight complete full-color stories. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see lots more of my comics and art and you can download some of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Brian Moss, let the people know. So we got Eightfold Path through Abrams, uh, their imprint Megascope. I give a quick shout out to John Jennings making all this kind of cool shit happen. Um, that's available anywhere. You can get it on Amazon. And then we also have Outer Heaven, which is my book. Um, you can get it on my Instagram on my Etsy, and on my Patreon. Just hit me up, Strange Things Moss, on all platforms. Red Room, the anti-social network, Red Room Trigger Warnings, out live, uh, in the wild, right now, today, murder, on the dark web for fun and profit. Each book completely self-contained. Each book contains uh, never-before-seen materials that you can only find in these books. Uh, on my Patreon today, I'm serializing new strips uh, for Red Room that won't see a print edition for quite some time. Uh, three bucks get you the archive there. You get all the comics from the existing trade paperbacks plus the new stuff. Just three dollars. Hit up my link tree in the description below this video. You'll have access to all of that stuff. Jimmy, what else do we have up in the world, man? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, hats, merchandise of all sorts at our spread shop in the links below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Make more comics.